Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. This is episode 15, and I'm Cat Wonders. Welcome. <laughs> so every episode, I start off with a mixology segment, and that's exactly what I'm going to do today. Now, I am not a mixologist. I am passionate about cocktails and I'm learning as I go. So every every episode I kind of invent something and I've been meaning to kind of go to the store to get specific ingredients to make specific drinks. As of right now, I just am using what I have in my fridge and in my pantry. I am wearing red lipstick, which means I'm going to be worried about my teeth the whole time. Actually, it's not true. The stuff that I'm wearing is actually really nice stuff. It's not anything too leachy. <laughs> um, I just wanted to step out of the box today. And that's why I'm wearing red lipstick. It's been quite a while since I've worn red lipstick on camera, if I ever have. I've worn bright pink before, but I don't know about red. So there you go. <laughs> All right. So I've got my handy dandy tray full of goodies here. I've got a little cutting board for cutting my lime. Now this lime, by the way, you guys, is it's a little old. There's a bit of juice in there. So we're going to try try to salvage that little guy. Now I've been really enjoying this pink diet cranberry. So like basically it's taste as tasty as a juice, but it's not, it's got like way less sugar in it than most juices, especially concentrated juice like this. I can't believe the amount of sugar in this stuff. Like it's insane. And today I've got some pink Whitney. Now I don't think that I've used this for my mixology segment yet. My concoctails, I think that's the word that I'm going to use for my mixology segment. Because I don't, I don't want to call myself a mixologist or like, say, oh, mixology. People are going to be like, wow, I can learn how to make a drink. I'm just fooling around here and um, just letting you know. <laughs> and I've got some Empress Gin as well. This is one of my favorites. It's not only beautiful, but it's very tasty if you like gin. And my feature glass today is this beautiful fishbowl. It's got a little bit of etching as the rest of my glasses do and fingerprints, but hey, it's just me. I'm not making this drink for you. I'm making it for me. And my little handy dandy standy wandy. <laughs> Can you see it? Um, okay, my accessories to beautify. And I also have like all different colors of little cocktail umbrellas because that's just how fancy I am. And I've got five colors and then a multicolor. So I don't know where this is going to go yet. This is the beginning of the adventure. Adventure. And I've also got a gin soda tailspin that I apparently dropped in the dirt. <laughs> These are to die for. These are the best for me. Anyway, there's actually a blue version that's not flavored. It's just the gin tonic. I'm not tonic. Sorry. Well, I guess so. It was like tonic flavor, but it's zero sugar and very refreshing and just very easy to drink. So I may use this to top off whatever I make and ice. All right, let's get into it. So the first thing that I'm going to do is put ice in. Do you guys ever get these things stuck? No, I used one of these. I think it was at an Airbnb and I used one of these to make a drink, a cocktail. What is this? A martini shaker? Is that the name of this thing? Anyway, the lid got more stuck than I could ever have imagined. <laughs> We were trying to use heat techniques and cooling techniques to try to get this thing off because we didn't want to wreck it. It wasn't ours. Anyway, I bought one for myself and the same thing happens. It legitimately gets stuck three quarters of the time. If you like push it on too hard, it just something happens. Anyway, so just a forewarning. Don't get your martini shaker lid stuck. I don't want to get too much water in there. OK, 
Okay, that's good. Next, I'm gonna add some of this Pink Whitney. So this is, I guess the brand is New Amsterdam and it is pink lemonade flavored vodka, 30%. I know people that just buy themselves a bottle of Pink Whitney and drink this all day, all day. <laughs> it is delicious. So beware, it will taste like there's nothing in your drink. It's kind of one of those, I don't know how much I just put in there, but just say two shots. <laughs> it felt like two shots. Oh, it just smells like summer or something. I love it. Okay, now I'm going to add a bit of this Diet Rose, Rosé. I'm just eyeballing this, so like you can make it however you want, but um, I'm gonna add some of this gin soda. This one, this flavor is uh, Mountain Blackberry. And because I'm so fancy, I'm going to add some of this Empress Gin on the top. Now, I, maybe you guys, are you guys sick and tired of me making drinks with Empress Gin on top? Because if you are, too bad. It's my favorite thing to do. No, it actually just um, makes it look really pretty. Adds a little bit of something. Adds a little more alcohol. Let's be honest, that's what really matters. So when I add this on top, it creates like a beautiful little hat. <laughs> okay, so have a look at this. I mean, if this is not a girly drink, in fact, there's like, it's cloudy pink on the bottom, it's clear, and then there's beautiful purple top. Magic. Now we're gonna try to slice into this hard ass lime. I want like a little roundy wedge. Ooh, see? Still juicy, hard on the outside, juicy on the inside, like some of you, I'm sure. Now, should I sink one into it? I do like the idea of the green with these colors, so maybe that's what I'll do. I'll have one inside and then one for the garnish. I don't really wanna. <laughs> okay, so we got something going on here. And so I did notice though, when I put the lime in, the, not the pink we need, the Empress Gin did kind of go a little more purple. It went from more blue to purple. So I know it says reacts with citrus. So I don't, I don't know if that was like the grand reaction, <laughs> but it was very minimal, but I did notice something. So now to accessorize. Now this is like a shorter glass. So I'm not sure if the taller, funkier ones are gonna work. I think that that, oh, I think I used that last time. <gasps> Look at this one. I like the idea of the green with it. So I'm gonna choose this without mixing it up too much. Boop. And what color of umbrella? <laughs> so these are my options here. Now keep in mind, if you're listening to this podcast, I have a video version on YouTube. So there are people that see what's happening and you could be one of them. <laughs> so make sure you subscribe to my channel so that way you can not only listen to my podcast, but you can watch it too. All right, these are my options. So right away, what stands out to me? I think the pink, you guys. The pink umbrella, this is the one. And, oops, <laughs> went a little too far there, a windy day. That's the name of the drink. <laughs> the windy day. No, okay, that's actually super cheesy. Let's think about this one. Oh my gosh, it's so pretty. It's pretty again, especially with this little stand. It's not the same without it. Now this reminds me of like 
Barbie's dream. If Barbie was going to drink a cocktail, this would be it. Pink and purple? I really think so. Um, Let's call it, I don't know, Barbie's wet dream. Because it is wet. And Barbies have dreams too. That's the name of this cocktail. Barbie's wet dream. <laughs> All right. I also have to stick a straw in it and I think it's time to mix it up. So did I grab a straw? Whatever. Who needs a straw? I'm just going to have to take off this umbrella. All right. I'm going to mix her up. And let's see how this thing tastes. Wow, that is delicious. This is actually really, really good. Me trying to drink with like red lipstick on, trying not to get it on the glass, but sounding like a total porker. Okay, highly recommend a straw with these glasses. I'm gonna take out the accessory. Well, no, screw it, I'm gonna leave it in there. All right, that concludes my concoctail of the day, Barbie's Wet Dream. I'm loving that name and I'm gonna stick to it. And you know what? I'm just going to move all this out of the way and then get my camera set up properly so you can see the other half of my head. All right. Now you can see the rest of me. It was maybe like an inch of my head that you couldn't see before. Welcome back to another episode of Kitty Liquor. Let me get my paperwork all set up here for you. Believe it or not, this podcast is sponsored today and um, you will find out shortly who was so kind to sponsor this podcast. We are in, <laughs> it kind of looks like the apocalypse outside right now. There are so many fires happening, I know in the States as well, where our air quality is about, <laughs> is equivalent to, I don't know, a couple packs of cigarettes a day. I, I actually handle it quite well. Like I don't have major allergies or anything like that, but when it comes to smoke anyway, and I just get more phlegmy, <laughs> not attractive, I know, but that's just the truth. Um, so I'll be doing a little clearing and blah, blah, blah but there are worse things in the world. And luckily there are no fires near where I live because, and I'll be burping too <laughs> because of, of the um, carbonated accessory to my drink, the carbonated additive to my drink. So burping a little bit too, but hey, we all burp, okay? Don't be too offended. Like I said, the fires haven't really affected my area, but I am worried because there is no rain in the forecast for like the next week, maybe longer. It's hard to tell because thunderstorms will just pop up out of nowhere. So it's hard to kind of predict those. As long as they come with rain, then it should be okay. But right now I'm a little sketched out about it. I'm like, I love thunderstorms, but... I don't love thunderstorms when it's like bone dry, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, crazy stuff happening in the world. I feel like every summer though, like every year, there's at least one point where we're like, this is crazy. Like this has never been like this before. But the reality is it's just, it's all, it's ever changing. Every year is some new record broken. And I know there's tons of flooding in other parts of the world and it's just crazy. And, um, you know, we're just stuck here on this planet. <laughs> Whatever mother nature decides is what goes and we just got to kind of go along with it. So I went to the Calgary Stampede and let me tell you something, it was a blast. So we went like pretty early in the afternoon and right away I noticed that it was fairly dead. And I thought, oh, okay, well, this is my dream come true. Like if it stays dead, that's perfect because there's no lineups on the rides. The less, the fewer people, the better, right? Because there's nothing worse than a crowd of people who have to wait like half an hour to get on a ride. I go for the midway, by the way. I go for the rides. <laughs> So uh, we we got there and it was pretty dead. And we're like, okay, well, when we get closer to the action, it's probably going to pick up. It literally was so dead. And you know what? It wasn't like 
crickets dead. It was just a quarter the amount of people that would normally be there. And my this was my theory. I was like, I bet it'll still be busy, but it won't be as busy because there's no international travelers. I mean, the Calgary Stampede people come from all over the world, right? So we were like running onto rides and it was so much fun. I had almost two bags of cotton candy and uh, just what I just ate whatever I wanted that day. But I avoided the zipper <laughs> because the last time I had cotton candy, I went on the zipper and I puked. Blue puke. And luckily I puked in like a garbage can. It was probably 35 degrees that day. And um, anyway, when we went, it was still probably 35 degrees, but it was just so much fun. They had these like misting stands where you could cool yourself off and kind of just like drench yourself slightly. And then, you know, there was a constant breeze and it was actually perfection. And so much fun. I couldn't believe like the world is full of attractive people. So I'm not shocked by this, but the amount of Daisy Dukes, plaid tied up shirts, cowboy boots, blonde flowing hair. I just couldn't believe it. It was like Alberta girls. <laughs> it has to be. They were just like blowing my mind. And to be honest, there weren't many like guys to look at. It was all girls. And I'll tell you what, I can appreciate a beautiful woman and maybe too much sometimes, but I, I was like in awe. I was going to actually go up to a few of them and ask them like, what's your story? story. <laughs> Are you a model? Do you represent some sort of brand? <laughs> What's your Instagram? Like it was just so much fun for me to see girls out living their best life. No masks. You know, that was a big thing. The rides were more spaced out, but otherwise it was pretty much exactly the way that I've always remembered it. So it was so lovely just to be feel normal, run around, have fun, be wild, be crazy and just, you know, spin around and around and around. <laughs> and I fared well, like better than previous years. I don't know what, why. Maybe because I'm just so jacked right now. Like I'm stronger. I can handle, like hold my stomach together better <laughs> rather than have it flip and flop all over the place. That could be it. I don't know. So it was 35 degrees of the stampede. It's probably the same temperature right here where I live and in my studio, like 45 degrees. So I'm kind of getting used to it though. I'm getting used to the heat. Okay, this, this guy has to go. Bye. It's so beautiful, just like this. It actually, the flavor, it tastes like pink lemonade, a little bit tart, not too sweet. There's no pleasant way to drink. <laughs> Maybe there is with a straw, right? <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta go with what you got. So that was my week. Also yesterday, I spent the day in the bush, just walking around a little skinny dipping in some very cold water, but then mosquitoes. I did make sure to put bug repellent on my butt cheeks because there's nothing I hate more than an itchy ass. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But like I find because I do I do do a lot of sitting uh, if I have mosquito bites on my butt cheeks, it's the worst thing. And also I don't like if I'm modeling bikinis, I can handle mosquito bites also just not on my butt. I just don't want mosquito bites on my butt cheeks. Okay. Bug bites, nothing. <laughs> And I also burnt my arms, but you can't really see now because I've got a bit of fake tan on. Exciting news. I ordered a bunch of wigs. Now, these aren't just any wigs. I love the 1940s, 1950s. Marilyn Monroe, the old Hollywood actresses, the finger wave hair. And I've tried actually twice. I've been able to do it myself when my hair was shorter. I had hair like up to here at one point and then I could do things with it, but it's too long to like even think about trying any type of retro or like vintage looking hair. I did do it once and I think that's actually the photo that I use for like the cover photo that I use from Instagram and YouTube and things like that. Anyway, so I just 
love the hair and the makeup from that era. Because I have long hair, it makes it very difficult to try to do that myself or if I were to go get it done. So I've tried twice now to go and get my hair done in like a vintagey finger wave, old Hollywood style hair. First person had no idea what they were doing and it was actually a makeup artist. It was for a photo shoot. <laughs> she had no idea what she was doing and luckily I was salvaged by the photographer because she had some experience with hair and makeup and that kind of thing. Um, but it still wasn't the look that I wanted. Like I had a photo of what I was looking for. They said they could do it. Long story short, it worked out okay and it wasn't the end of the world. It still looked vintage. The second time I, I was like, okay, I'm going for a nice dinner. It was like actually a very important business, like business meeting dinner. I wanted to look classy. I didn't want to go for red lips because it was going to be over the top, but I wanted something classy. And my hair was probably up to here. Like for those of you listening, nipple height, nipple level. <laughs> and um, I go in there with a photo and, and actually beforehand I sent a photo say, can you do this? Like this look? Cause if not, then I'll find another salon. This was in Vancouver. I'll find another salon. So anyway, they said they could. I actually asked if they'd be okay with me filming it and whatever. I did film the process. I was literally in there for about 20 minutes. They didn't do anything to my hair because they said, well, come in with your hair slightly dirty. So like not freshly washed, just makes it easier to style and work with. So I go in there and I was in there for 20 minutes. All the guy did was curl my hair with a curling iron and like place a few pieces, spray it with hairspray. And the one thing that I wanted, I said, look, I have a business meeting like, and I want to look on point. I need this style to last like five hours for example i have to go to the oscars this is hypothetical in my dreams but i want to have this look last for the whole show you know what i mean i don't want to just like show up and then walk out with straight hair so this guy fully heard me understood me we had a conversation about it whatever i walked to the salon from the hotel that i was staying at because it was literally half a block away great weather no wind no rain nothing he finishes up and i was like thought he was still getting going getting started because basically my hair was like it just had a slight wave in it like this and then he he bobby pinned one part and then sprayed it with hairspray and that was it i was like this was not it was not even close to what i was looking for i filmed the whole thing i did i was so pissed off and i was very polite to this guy because i thought well whatever his idea of like old hollywood was or what the photo like i just thought i'm just gonna get the hell out of here it's so canadian of me to just let it slide but you know what karma and he didn't do anything wrong he just didn't do it right you know what i mean and it's like when somebody shows you who they are believe them just don't go back right i'm not gonna write a bad review whatever it wasn't what i was looking for long story short i walked back to the hotel by the time i got back to the hotel literally half of the style was like just walking made the hairstyle fall out so my point is <laughs> i found a shop on etsy um and oh gosh i want to remember the name but it, maybe i won't show you because it'll be a surprise uh i will shout this person out depending on how the wigs turn out but he has a whole bunch of different styles of old hollywood hair and he has them in every color blonde brunette bleach blonde bright red i actually ordered one in like a peach pink color because i have so many outfits that will go with that and it's still got this like really cute vibe to it so i have one in brunette coming one in like a genuine looking redhead hair <laughs> one that's coming in like a peach pink color and then oh the last one i'm just gonna save it for a surprise because i believe that this will be one of my podcast one of my podcast characters and if you've guessed who it is then you can put it in the comments down below so i'm super excited but they're custom made so they're made to order i should say uh, so I can measure the circumference of my head and then they'll make it according to the size of my skull. I have a huge head. I have a huge head. 
because I have a big brain. This is just something I've lived with for a long time. Having a big brain is not easy sometimes, especially when you want to wear stylish wigs, hats, or helmets. <laughs> They're coming. I'm super excited. I've got, so not just those coming. I've got some more wigs for some characters that I'm playing for Halloween. Uh, yeah, just make sure you subscribe. You don't want to miss out because I've got lots of interesting and exciting things happening, especially in October, especially. I was on TikTok the other day and I saw this girl with the longest tongue that I've ever seen. I thought it was a filter. I thought it was fake. And then I went to her channel or her page or whatever it's called. And it's real. She's got a tongue. Like this is how long I can stick my tongue out. How far I can stick my tongue out. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> she can stick her, t like it's long and narrow and literally like goes down to here. It's some sort of weird like throwback. Because why on earth? Like what culture? Is there like a certain type of person or people that have really long tongues? You know what I mean? Is there? Because what is that from? Like, why do you need such a long tongue? And I've seen it before. Like I've seen, you know, Gene Simmons is famous for his super long tongue. There must have been something back in the day that people needed extra long tongues for. And so they adapted. I don't know. <laughs> but it's some strange genetic trait. I wonder if you did like 23andMe and it's like 95% likely to have a longer tongue than average. You know, like, is that a genetic trait? Or is it just totally random? Like a club thumb. You know what I mean? Have you ever seen a club thumb? So if you don't know what this is, maybe you've seen seen this before um, and you probably have but it's a thumb that has a very short fingernail and almost looks like a smile it's like a wide short thumb but the nail is very like narrow it's called a club thumb I think my dad has that because I recognize it and his are like 50 50 because I've seen some that are really obviously clubbed like clubbed is it like do you have that is it passed down generationally or is it I think it probably would be but or is it just random thing because I got normal thumbs and I look at my dad's thumbs, I'm like thank you universe <laughs> for not giving me club thumbs but I think I have a club pinky <laughs> for those of you listening you have to go to my channel to watch this okay look at how short my pinky is like my pinky is supposed to go up to my my knuckle and you know what I never realized this till somebody pointed it out and then I thought to myself you know what you're right my pinkies are short because every time that I've ever worn gloves, I've had like half an inch of extra space in the pinky. And then I was comparing my hands to my friend's hands because it's not really something you'll notice just by looking at me talking and whatever. But once I mention it, now you're not going to be able to unsee it, but my pinky. So I have a club pinky, I think. <laughs> anyway, enough about that. <laughs> I am loving, I'm loving, what did I call it again? <laughs> Barbie's wet dream. I love it. Do you know what? The light is shining through that lime. Can you see that lime on the bottom? It's like adding some effects. I keep hitting the microphone. I'm sorry. All right. It helps me concentrate. <laughs> okay. So I have a friend and not just this one friend, but I've got a few, but one in particular that her phone is never out of her hand. She's got it with her all the time. Her security blanket, you like whatever you want to call it. It's just something she has. And I don't really know how to say to her, like, put the damn phone down. Like, we'll be in full on conversation and I'll be talking about something. And she's lit, like, we're engaged in the conversation. And right in the middle of what I'm saying, she's on her phone. Like, she just pulls it up to her face and starts like browsing through Instagram as I'm talking. She's still listening, but it's just just like how do you not know sorry distracted 
<laughs> I just did it to you. How do you not know that you're like doing this? You know, how do you not know that that's making the other person uncomfortable or it's just breaking the chain of connection you have and it's just like, okay, you know, it's actually shocking. But we're not close enough really that I can say that to her and be like, girl, I was telling you something, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm listening. I'm sure she'd be like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I heard everything you said and could probably repeat what I said, but just like, it's not registered. Anyway, I've seen it so many times and I know a lot of people that do it. It drives me freaking crazy. I'm uber conscious conscious of about my phone and usage of my phone. When I'm at dinner with somebody or if I'm just talking to anyone, I would never be like... And if I have to take a call or if I have to like check my text or something, I'll apologize. I'll be like, sorry, I'm just going to like check it quickly. And people don't mind, but actually they do. <laughs> Unless you're one of those people too that's like, oh, she picked up her phone, you pick up your phone and then like you... But it's so rude. It's so rude and I hate it. I guess some people just lack an awareness. They don't even realize it. I think I've gotten, maybe did I get into this with another podcast? Just people that don't clue in. They don't have a clue. They, you know, freaking clip their nails at the table. They're just, they're just, they just don't know. They don't get it and it drives me crazy. And anyway, the phone thing drives me nuts. So if you're one of those people, just don't pick up your phone in the middle of somebody talking to you, you know, no matter who it is, right? If you don't like the person that much that you're just going to go <laughs> would rather look at your phone then don't engage in conversation you shouldn't be in a relationship with that person <laughs> i can't get enough of this i'm gonna get wasted there's actually not too much booze in this but compared to what i'm used to you know just joking lipstick check so what do you guys think about my red lips? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you prefer natural? Do you prefer pink? Do you prefer blue? Uh, let me know. I'd really like to hear. So I would like to take this minute to thank my first podcast sponsor, CB Distillery. That's right. I am officially sponsored. I'm actually so stoked about this because I had a good amount of time to test this stuff out before talking about it. They wanted me to try everything and basically give my honest opinion about it and stoked about it. You know, you feel a bit off. You don't really know why. Say, you know, you you're trying a few different things. You're trying to take multivitamins. Everybody goes through these moments where you feel off. Another factor is sleep. If you don't get enough sleep, the next day you're irritable, you're cranky, you're yelling at people who don't deserve to be all that. Everybody goes through this. So if you're into natural alternatives, then keep on listening. CB Distillery is America's trusted source for CBD products, and they've created a breakthrough compound. It's called CBN, and when combined with CBD, it interacts with your regulatory system responsible for sleep, emotional response, discomfort perception, inflammation, and even memory. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> my memory is... I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I have noticed my memory kind of, it's different than it used to be. And it might be because of this damn thing, but I don't know. Like, I don't have to use my brain anymore. I just use this for appointments, all sorts of things. So CB Distillery is natural path to better sleep, a calm mind and body and managing discomfort after physical activity, which is also a big one. So if you suffer from back pain or any other type of pain, then I would definitely give this stuff a shot. And with over 2 million customers, a money back guarantee and no prescription required, CB Distillery is the one for you. 
Visit cbdistillery.com and enter KITTY for a huge introductory discount. Once again, use the code KITTY at cbdistillery.com for your discount. And uh, FYI, CB Distillery is not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. So if you're there, you're SOL. But uh, hey, so let me just show you. I actually have been using these two. This is the bomb. This for sleep. So it's a combination of CBD and melatonin. And these two combined are amazing. They taste amazing. Let me just show you what they look like. They're actually super cool. So these, I take one of these about half an hour before we go to sleep. So I've been taking CBD for sleep for quite some time. Never, oh, and the other one, sorry, is the relax CBD. So I take this if I have to do like a bit of an evening work session on the computer, just really helps me relax and get into what I'm doing. And yeah, I mean, you could see the little happy face inside the head. <laughs> this is my brain, <laughs> it's happy. Um, and it's got no THC in it, so it doesn't make you feel funny at all. It just literally gives you the relaxation that you need. This mixed with the melatonin, my sleep is on point. So if you have trouble sleeping or with any of the other things that I mentioned, even just your mood, give it a shot. And don't forget to use code KITTY. Now it's time for a segment that I like to call Kitty Twisters. Kitty Twisters is where I find jokes on the internet that make me laugh out loud and then I read them to you. They're not necessarily laugh out loud, but some of them I did. Okay, both of these are super sick, just so you know. Forewarning, trigger warning. If you don't like sick jokes, then skip ahead. <laughs> An old lady went to visit her dentist. When it was her turn, she sat in the chair, lowered her underpants, and raised her legs. The dentist said, excuse me, but I'm not a gynecologist. I know, said the old lady. I want you to take my husband's teeth out. <laughs> so she went to the dentist. That's good. Two guys sneak into a farmer's orchard and start eating the fruit. The farmer sees them and comes out with a shotgun. Since you guys like the fruit so much, go pick a hundred of whatever fruit you want, said the farmer. The first guy decides to pick grapes. When he gets a hundred, he goes back to the farmer. The farmer says, now shove them all up your ass <laughs> the guy gets all 100 up his ass he feels really bad but then he starts to laugh why are you laughing asks the farmer and the guy replies my friend is picking watermelons <laughs> try to get those up your ass not gonna happen okay so some of these are kind of cheesy but they did make me laugh uh helvetica and times new roman walk into a bar get out of here shouts the bartender we don't serve your type get it <sighs> Okay, you hear about that new restaurant called Karma? There's no menu. You just get what you deserve. <laughs> you mean you serve a kick in the ass? <laughs> a bear walks into a bar and says, Give me a whiskey and a cola. Why the big paws? Asked the bartender. The bear shrugged. I'm not sure. I was born with them. Get it? Paws? <laughs> uh, where are average things manufactured? The satisfactory. Aha! What kind of exercise do lazy people do? Diddly squats. <laughs> That's what I've been doing for the last three weeks since my personal trainer went away. <laughs> she went on vacation, so now I've just been doing nothing besides getting up and down out of my chair and going up and down my stairs. That's about it. A soldier... <laughs> this is mean. A soldier survived mustard gas in a battle and then pepper spray by the police. He's now a seasoned veteran. <laughs> a Buddhist walks up to a hot dog stand and says, make me one with everything. I'm addicted to brake fluid, but I can stop whenever I want. <laughs> you want to laugh. What do you call it when Batman skips church? Christian Bale. <laughs> 
Okay, what's the difference between a golfer and a skydiver? A golfer goes, whack, damn. And a skydiver goes, damn, whack. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Oh, this is actually the, the funniest, shortest joke ever. Ready? A baby seal walks into a club. <laughs> so mean. Uh, okay. That concludes Kitty Twisters. I hope that you laughed at one at least. Um, my joke telling skills are horrendous. And ask my video editor. He had to edit out about five of those jokes because I had to redo them. And it's not because of the booze. It's because of my brain. That's why I need to take more CBD. Oh my God, bartender. Get me another one of these. <sighs> Do you think it's offensive when I speak in a Southern accent? Because I, I kind of like, when I speak in Southern accents, I'm usually playing like a farmer or, I don't know. Let me know if you're <laughs> from the South and if you're offended. Mm -mm -mm. Something about red lipstick that I love and hate. So what are your thoughts on karma? Now, I am a firm believer in karma. And I think that when you're an honest, good person, it's easier to believe in karma. <laughs> Because you're not looking over your shoulder all the time. If you've done a lot of shitty things in your life or you're just an asshole, um, you don't believe in karma because you don't want to believe that things are going to come back and hit you in the ass. You know what I mean? That's why when people are like, I don't believe in karma, I just think to myself, <laughs> why? <laughs> what are you afraid of? <laughs> uh, no, I think for me, I almost use karma as like, say I'm in a situation, and, and this is kind of maybe stupid. This may be a bad example, but say I've got to walk somewhere kind of in the evening by myself and it's not, it doesn't happen all the time, but the odd time if I'm going from A to B and it's just not very far and it's like walking like in the city or whatever, I have this feeling, like I have this like protective feeling that the universe, karma, God, whatever you want to call it, is sort of watching over me, that I am you know, protected in some way. It also gives me confidence when I'm walking around. So it's like, I maybe look like less of a target to people, but I just don't know. Like, I just have this feeling. And I know some of you are going to be like, don't let it get your head. Like, don't trust karma to like keep you safe. I get that. But in any scenario, like if I have to travel somewhere, my helicopter had engine failure <laughs> last summer. So that sucked, but we survived and everything was fine at the end of the day, besides our nerves. And maybe we're forever traumatized, but we, we lived. It wasn't like we crashed, we crash landed and, you know, we didn't go through trauma. I feel like we were protected and looked after, right? It was almost the universe giving us what we were asking, to be honest, because the day before that, so it was my sister, my cousin and I, and if you've heard the story, apologies, you can skip ahead. We we chartered a helicopter from Revelstoke to Kelowna. And first time my sister and my cousin had ever been on a helicopter. Anyway, long story short, we it was a 50-minute flight from Revelstoke to Kelowna. And we didn't make it. <laughs> we were over Kalamalka Lake, which is uh, just outside of Vernon, which is about 15, 20 minutes out of Kelowna. And our helicopter started to, the engine started to fail. And we were pittery up in the sky. <laughs> And uh, I laugh about it now, but we had to have an emergency landing in one of the farmer's fields, basically right across from like Sparkling Hills Resort. And anyway, but funnily enough, the evening before we were having a conversation about why is it that we love horror films, thunderstorms, like thrill seeking, you know, turbulence. And it's just like ingrained in us. And then it was almost like ew, the universe gifted us a little reality. And it was like, actually, do you really like turbulence? <laughs> 
You really like those things you thought you liked before? So it was a bit of a gift. You know, I, I wouldn't trade the experience. I think it was actually a really interesting experience. I just don't like that I'm hesitant to get back on a helicopter. I think after you have any type of traumatic experience, you're going to be a little... But then I thought, well, maybe I should just get my pilot's license <laughs> and just fly the damn thing and then get over it that way. Who knows? I think it's like a three month course and then you need like a certain number of hours. But anyway, <laughs> but I think, you know, karma, it's like when somebody is just a piece of shit, <laughs> like they're just assholes. I just feel bad for them because it's like they're not, you know, some people don't know any different maybe, but all I know is that I have comfort in knowing that people will have their day. And if they screw you for money, they're just bad people, you name it, it will come full circle. It will. It's almost like the hairdresser that charged me a lot of money to give me a hairstyle that he couldn't actually give me. The karma. You know, and not that he was a bad person. It's kind of like one of those things. You know? <laughs> the most general statement ever. It's kind of just one of those things, you know? And then I was wondering about can you give yourself karma? So say when you were a kid, you pushed your cousin off the swing for no reason. You just were being a dick. <laughs> You pushed your cousin off and it was a really mean thing to do. And you're thinking to yourself, I don't ever want to go on a swing. I don't want to screw up. You know, like I don't want it, karma to come and get me back. And karma doesn't come after you like in, this, in the same way that you screwed up, right? It comes in other ways. But as if I know what the hell I'm talking about, it's just <laughs> it's all in my head. Can you then sit on the, on a swing and tell the cousin that you pushed off when they were seven, push you off? Does that make it even? You know what I mean? Or say you slapped your auntie in the face because you were drunk <laughs> this is not it's not something i did by the way you guys are thinking this is actually like stuff that i did but i didn't i would never do that anyway and then if you went up to your auntie years later and said auntie i'm sorry i slapped you in the face and then you told her to slap you back would you be even does it work that way can you give good karma back to yourself you know what i mean then there's something like a karma bank where you're just always doing good things and always being a good person and always doing good things for people no matter what then you're like my mom told me one time and this makes sense that like when you pass away and you move on because i believe that you go not necessarily to heaven but you know you move on to another place right and my opa was a really great person and he was an optometrist, a jeweler, fixed watches, and always was, you know, finding little knickknacks here and there. And he just was busy all the time. My opa owned a glasses store. He also, like, he fixed glasses, made them. He was a jeweler, uh, was really into clocks and watches, and just basically was always doing stuff with his hands and always you know, fixing this for someone or whatever. So he knew sometimes when people would walk into a store that they couldn't afford the glasses that they had to buy either for themselves or for their children. So sometimes out of the kindness of his heart, and he wasn't just super wealthy and had all the money in the world, you know, he needed to make money off these glasses, but he was known to say, oh, you know, I got this old pair in his Dutch accent. He got this old pair of glasses and oh, you know, I just, I just don't need them. You know, if you just go ahead and take them, right? He would make it seem like he didn't need them anyway. And then, you know, but he could have sold them and made money on them so um just growing up with my opa that way and you know just other family members i have a very generous family very kind-hearted family and uh it just inspired me you know to do good things and i feel like my karma bank is overflowing it's not like i do things because i'm like oh another coin in my karma bank you know <laughs> i just do nice things because it makes me feel good and you know that's why you should do nice things and you know obviously to help people but yeah i just think it's like what happens when you're just only a good person and your karma bank 
bank is overflowing. You know, do you want to start floating when you walk? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, it's just it feels good to do good for people. And uh, yeah, it's just a nice thing, a nice way to be not just for others, but for yourself and your karma bank. <laughs> okay, so I have a friend that likes to bring me hot peppers. And this person is obsessed with them. He's ordered peppers from like Australia. And anyway, so I've had a few different hot peppers in my day. But this last time he gave me a freaking it's not even the hottest pepper in the world. I think Carolina Reaper is now the hottest pepper in the world. And then I think second is ghost pepper. But these okay, these look like ghost peppers, but they're not they are we're an orange habanero. And I don't know how many Scoville units like 300,000 or something. And because it's not like the hottest pepper in the world. I was like, I've had hot stuff. And you know, I have kind of a long story about my history with heat. <laughs> I they looked really innocent and they looked very delicious. So he ate one and I was like, okay, he ate one. I, I ate one. Well, I'll tell you what. It was like the closest thing to being sprayed in the face with freaking pepper spray that I ever experienced. So first of all, it's you know it's it's a it's about the size of a toonie. For those of you that don't know what a toonie is, get out of here. Just joking. That means you're probably American and I love you. But a toonie is like double the size of a loony and a dollar. <laughs> You guys don't have these. I forget in America. You guys have bills still. Um, so say the size of a, what is that big? I don't know, a walnut. I decide to eat it too. And right away when you like bite it off, because you bite it off right at the stem, and I'm chewing it. The flavor is not even good. It's just like a weird bland flavor. And as I'm trying, starting to swallow it, because there's seeds in it, as I'm trying to chew it and swallow it, I start to like already have an adverse reaction in my mouth. Of course, hiccups follow shortly after. Try to swallow something while trying to avoid hiccuping and like inhaling some of the shit into your lungs because that's like a big no-no. <laughs> then you're <laughs> then you're asking for it. Anyway, probably it took about an hour for it to subside. That is a long time to be in that kind of pain. My gut was burning. I was trying to avoid drinking milk because I'm an idiot. And I was like, I'm just going to drink water. And the, uh, like the person I was with, he was drinking freaking water or sorry, milk. And cheating. I'm like, you can't do that. But then it comes in waves. This heat is like a different type of heat. It's not like a, oh, you eat something spicy and it goes away. It's hot and then it starts to subside. And then it comes back like twice as bad. And then it starts, and then it like comes in waves. And anyway, literally the, one of the worst <laughs> experiences. And you can't get out of it. It's like eating an edible, you know, like a uh, marijuana edible. If you eat too much of it, you're in it. You're stuck for like eight hours. It's like a pepper. <laughs> this pepper I ate, I was stuck in this state. Nothing you could do about it. I mean, just saying. I know I'm being a baby about it. And like some of you are like, oh, you should try this. And I eat this and blah, blah, blah. For me and my frame of reference and the peppers I've had in the past, it damn near died. Anyway, so... I wound up having a bellyache that whole rest of the night and uh, the whole next day. I filmed a bikini try-on video. Like I filmed like four bikini try-on videos the following day with the biggest gut ache. But luckily it didn't bloat me. It just like hurt. So I just had to be like, <laughs> I'm having a great time. <laughs> These bikinis are amazing, you know, and like wanting to go shit my pants <laughs> <laughs> the next minute sorry too much information but owie going in owie coming out i just thought why what's the point like the amount of pain takes away all benefits i think from like it's good to have a good cleanse of your system i think and kill parasites whatever you want to call it but too much 
too freaking much. And it actually gives me a brand new respect for people that I see eating these peppers. And then sitting at the table, because I was pacing, I was walking around, breathing in through, no, breathing in through my mouth and out through my nose so I didn't have like heat coming out of my mouth. Anyway, don't recommend it. I really don't. <laughs> now it's time for a segment that I like to call Cat Bath. Sleep literally cleans your brain. During slumber, more cerebrospinal fluid. Cerebrospinal fluid. Cerebrospinal fluid. There we go. Flushes through the brain to wash away harmful proteins and toxins that build up during the day. I did not know that. Due to the restaurant's reputation for staying open in extreme weather, the so-called Waffle House Index is informally used by FEMA to gauge storm severity. Uh, the first sales pitch for the Nerf ball was Nerf. You can't hurt babies or old people. <laughs> I'm thinking as if. I don't care if you've got a foam ball. You could st well, no, maybe not. But Nerf, I don't know what the original Nerf was, if it was one specific thing or they came out with a line of things. But I've been shot with Nerf guns before. And I'm sure that's not what they're talking about. That came way later. But you can't hurt babies or old people. Like that was their slogan. <laughs> okay. Okay. The Machineal tree is nicknamed the tree of death for good reason. Touching it can leave chemical burns on your skin. Its fruit is toxic and its bark when burned can cause blindness. It's called the manchineal tree. And I don't know where these trees are. Crazy. Okay, if drivers adhere to the 45 mile per hour speed limit on a stretch of Route 66 in New Mexico, the road's rumble strips will play a rendition of America the Beautiful. Okay, before settling on the seven dwarves we know today, I wonder if I can name them all. They're not listed here, by the way, but there's pictures of them. Let me see. <laughs> um, dopey, sneezy, happy, grumpy, doc, dumbass. <laughs> No, that's all I got. Okay, so before settling on the seven dwarfs you know today, the ones I just said and two more, Disney considered Chesty, Tubby, Burpee, Deffy, Hickey, Wheezy, and Awful. <laughs> Wait, Chesty? Oh my god. Could you imagine like Chesty and Hickey were like the female dwarfs? <laughs> That is really funny. The annual number of worldwide shark bites is 10 times less than the number of people bitten by other people in New York. What the hell? Tootsie Rolls, which I hate, by the way. It's a Halloween candy that I've only ever tasted once and never tasted again. Tootsie Rolls were added to soldiers' rations in World War II for their durability in all weather conditions. Duh. Like, Tootsie Rolls, frick. It could be a doorstop for 30 years <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. You know what I just thought? If your boat was sinking because it had a hole in it, you could use a Tootsie Roll to jam the hole closed, to plug the hole. Just in case, you know, you're on a boat somewhere and you're like, oh my God, we have a leak. Just squeeze a Tootsie Roll in there. Toots tootsie Roll. <laughs> when Canada's Northwest Territories considered renaming itself in the 1990s, one name that gained support was Bob. Hey kids, I got an idea. Let's go up to Bob for the summer. Well, that concludes Catbacks. After all of this shit that's been happening in the world, restricting travel, freedoms, you know, that kind of thing. I am dreaming about booking a trip to Bora Bora. So I was doing some research and I don't know how these prices reflect when things are really opened up. So the thing is like, there's some countries that are open right now, but it's Canada that means like, 
I think Mexico is open. We can go there and just do our thing. But coming back is the issue. Two weeks quarantine. I work from my home. I could survive here. I pretty much spend that much time here anyway. So uh, there's some logistics I have to work through. But that is where I want to go. And there's so many other places to go that are similar. But I just have always wanted to go there. I want to stay in the little tiki hut on the water and I want to vlog the whole thing, take you guys with me. Oh, it would just be so much fun. So anyway, I just was fantasizing about eventually being able to travel again. I think we all are. Who knows how things are going to go? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. We're just going to have to wait and find out. But uh, it's so beautiful here in the summertime. Like there have been opportunities I've had to travel in the summer away, but I'm like, no. The Rockies are where it's at in the summertime. Minus the smoke, but if you can kind of like just make the best of it, it's still amazing. Still amazing. Like, especially this heat stretch we've had, is it's like we're in Mexico, basically. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Kitty Liquor episode 15. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. And um, any suggestions, questions, you name it, email me at kittylickerpodcast at gmail.com. Um, um, and let me know your thoughts. Like I said, questions. If you got jokes, let me know. So for those of you that are just listening to this, as I mentioned before, there is a video version on YouTube. And for those of you just watching this and you want to listen to it on the road, you can get it on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, you name it. I'm everywhere. <laughs> you can't escape. <laughs> and on YouTube, I post one or two bikini try-on videos per week, depending on my schedule and what I got going on. But I also have an OnlyFans for $5 a month. And I've got a Patreon that starts at $5 a month. I've got a ton of stuff planned for these next few months. And I'm super excited. And um, yeah, just want to say big thank you for tuning in. And I hope that you have an amazing weekend and I will see you all in my next video or podcast. Bye.